podcasting from a sex writing cave from somewhere in the middle of the internet. This is The Smut Lancer, a weekly podcast where we discuss creating content about sex and getting paid to do it. The Smut Lancer podcast is hosted by me, Kayla Lords, and Molly Moore. We're two sex bloggers who have more ideas than time in the day. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smut Lancer podcast is produced weekly, except during those times when we finally admit we need a break. Show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. When you're ready to take your smut lancing career to a new level, join the Smut Lancers community on Patreon. For as little as $5 per month, you can ask questions, get answers, and interact with an entire community of other people who do what you do and want to get paid to do it too. Head to patreon.com slash the smut lancers to learn more. Welcome back to the Smart Answer podcast. And this week it's just me on my own. Well, kinda. Um, because actually, my topic this week is going to be about picking a WordPress theme. And so I have invited Michael to join me um, again for this episode and also um, the delightful Mr. Hudson. Is this little uh, Jack Russell puppy that we have in our life now is currently on, sitting on my lap looking for attention. So if you hear like little doggy noises, it's not us, it's Hudson. So picking a WordPress theme. I have so many people who've asked me about this. Like, how do you pick a theme? What theme do I pick? Where do I go? Do I pick a free theme or a paid for theme? And so I thought we would tackle just some of those questions in this episode. So let's start with that. Let's start with free versus paid for themes. Like what is the, what would be your answer to somebody? I mean, I know what the answer is, but you, what would be your answer? Free, paid. So what it comes down to is your goals, what you're aiming for, how flexible and versatile the theme want, you want it to be. All those things that you look for, right? What what are you, what are you trying to do? Uh, would it be helpful if it came with some pre-made content? Um, would it be helpful if it had, you know, areas all defined? Do you want to build it as you go? Um, and for my clients... Um, whether they're people I'm helping out or people who are paying me money, um, I look for something that suits what they're trying to aim for. So it's kind of easy with business themes and things like that because you it's all wrapped around what it is they do to make money. So it's easier in a lot of ways to pick that kind of thing. For bloggers, it's a lot more complicated. You often your kind of content isn't showcased. Um, so I always start with the WordPress repository of themes. So at wordpress.org, go to themes, and there are tens of thousands of themes you can pick from. Those are not the only free themes. Those are just the ones that have chosen to be displayed there. And oftentimes the problem with that is their previews aren't really all that great. You can't really figure out. So you kind of have to do a little bit of work. The beauty of a paid theme is they almost always have a demo so you can see what it looks like. Um, 
lately, for most of the things I do, I haven't been using paid themes for both blogging sites and for commercial sites that I do, uh, except for under very specific circumstances, because there are some really great new visual page builder programs out there that um, really make it a whole lot easier to customize uh, certainly at least what your landing page looks like. After that, it gets a little trickier, but uh, it's a great place to start. Uh, I've been using a theme from Themeisle called Neve or Nev, depending on how you want to say it. It is listed in the WordPress repository, but their preview is awful. You should go to the Themeisle site and look <laughs> and look there and you'll go, oh, okay. And the way they do it is they offer a bunch of starter templates, which come with some pre-made content, some of which are free, some of which are not. Um, but the beauty is because, again, you're using something, a plugin called Elementor or some other ones. You can, there are other choices that you can use if you don't like that one that help you kind of get a visual idea. And instead of starting from scratch, you kind of replace the content that was that is there with your content. Right. So, I mean, I feel like in the past, the answers to these questions have changed because I think in the past we would have said if you were starting out and you didn't have much content, then you would go for a free theme. Um, but that if you had a much more complicated site and you wanted to do more complicated things, then you would go for a paid theme. But with the kind of advent of the page builder type Elementor, Visual Composer, Visual Composer type stuff, it's meant that actually you can do a lot more stuff on a free theme that you ha couldn't have done in the past. That is, that is absolutely correct. Now, so there are, again, advantages and disadvantages. Themes can kind of bundle in other things like fonts and colors and things like that. It's usually their sell-up mechanism, right? There's a free, light version of the theme that does almost everything you want. And if you just give them some money, you will yeah. do the other things you want. There are ways around doing that. You don't have to. But sometimes they, like, limit your color choices or the typography, the fonts and things like that you use. Um, and so they're trying to convince you, you know, we put work into this. Give us some money. And this is not to, get to denigrate paid themes. There are lots of little companies or individuals out there um, designing these things from the ground up. If you have the money and you found a theme that you like, there's some great advantages. You're, they get paid. Yay for them, right? So it's good to get paid for your work. And B, you get support. Right. For at least a year, yeah. six months on some of the more expensive themes. Um, and, and so you, if you run into a, a problem, yeah, there's a lot of benefits to that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever, ever paid more than $80 for a theme. And that's at the top end of the spectrum. Right. So anything bit above that, I would say, don't bother. Like you're potentially being ripped off. I think mostly I've paid for a lot of my themes, mostly somewhere between kind of 40 and $60. That is because they're, they're always in dollars. Um, is a kind of, you know, benchmark area to look at. So what are some of the things you should look for with a theme when you're going to, whether it's paid or not, quite frankly, I know that there's some like key things that you should look for. One is how often it's been um, when it was last updated, like how those are kind of things. So talk a little bit about, about that. So, yes, you definitely want to um, 
look at that, right? Uh, how often do they update it? Is it updated regularly? How old is it, right? You don't want anything that's out of date. Is it mobile friendly? Is it Gutenberg ready? Right. So new themes will all be these things. What you want to be careful of is that you haven't somehow stumbled across a theme that is perhaps two or three years old or even more. Um, and this can be the case definitely with some of the three, three themes. That's a bit of a tongue twister. Um, that they're no longer supported, which means nobody's really updating them, which means they're likely to break sooner, quicker, particularly with stuff and, and might not be compatible with things like Gutenberg. Um so looking at that thing, that's probably the key thing to look at. Like, is it still a supported theme? If it's not, then I wouldn't use it. Uh, I agree absolutely and totally. The other things you want really, really to have in a theme is it for it to be well documented. How do you make changes to the theme and make it look the way you want if there's poor documentation um, I mean, I've, I've got themes that come with like zero documentation and I have to figure it out from top to bottom. Some of those are even paid themes. Mm -hmm. um, and that's it just makes this process so much slower. And don't be afraid, especially to roll through a bunch, uh, especially if you're doing the development site thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're setting up, you, you have a site, you want to change the theme. You don't want to change it live and maybe not like what you picked or you want to try free themes out or if they have a light version you want to try and see if it's worth spending the money. You go to your development site, you copy all your content in, you do all this stuff, you add the themes. Don't be afraid to try a whole bunch of them because you'll find something that sticks or you'll find something where you go, God, I love how this work looks, but I hate how it works. Mm -hmm. I can't do all the things I want or I'm really limited in let, what it lets me do on the front page. And again, that's kind of why I've started to move to visual builders, simply because you just put the pieces what, where you want, how you want them to be. And as you build it, you can see you can build your blog page to look the way you want. When I say blog page, I mean the listing of all the posts on your blog. You can even go as far as to define the template for the posts page. And that's really handy so that you can maintain the look you want across different parts of your site. So you can use just the page builder for the front end. You can use it for that end pages. You can use it for everything you want to do or as little as you want to do. Right. So um, there is a post. If you're thinking about redeveloping your site and you want to know about making a development site on your hosting, then check in the show notes because we've actually written a post or Michael actually wrote a post about that on the Eroticon website, I believe. So that will be in the show notes. If you want to know how to do that, how to actually make a kind of subdomain where you can develop your site and not touch your live site until you're ready to do it. Um, it's all written out there for you. So if you are in that situation and you're like, oh, I don't know how to do that, check out that post because that will be super helpful. Um, and also is a great place once you set that up, where particularly with free themes, where you can put on the theme and just get an idea of how it looks. Clearly that's trickier with a paid theme because you'd have to keep buying them every time. Um, but as Michael said, most paid themes have much better demo um, 
sites that you can look at. And so if you find a paid for theme, if you particularly if you find a paid for theme through the WordPress um, depository, it's always worth going and Googling it and trying to find their actual site because often their demo on their site where they're where they've got it will be much better than the demo on the WordPress, WordPress. Yep. thing because usually that's only like a limited view of it. Yep. Quite often their site will be linked there, but not always. Not always. Sometimes you've got to go and search for that. Um, but it's definitely worth going and searching. Their site will usually have it laid out like much better where they've like demoed all the different sections of it and you can get a better idea. You've just got to be able to visualize your content in that in that environment. And you always remember that particularly with especially with paid themes and stuff, pretty much everything you can change. Like you can change the colours, the background colours, the whatever. So if you're like, oh, I love this theme and I love this layout, but everything's blue, then don't worry about that because once you've bought that theme, you'll be able to say, well, I didn't want blue, I want whatever it is that you like. So There is a, a place, though, um, where we're talking about paid themes. And one of the things you have to watch out for, obviously, is anything you pay money for. You want to buy it from a reputable place. Yeah. Um, the place I most often, but not exclusively, buy themes for customers that need it is a place called Theme Forest. Mm -hmm. And they are kind of a marketplace. I think of it as Amazon for themes. Mm -hmm. And so people write their themes and then put them on here to buy. Theme Forest handles all the transactions, mm -hmm. make sure they meet Theme Forest requirements for this place isn't going to vanish overnight, those kind of things. And buying it directly from the people that wrote it is certainly possible. And if you see it on Theme Forest, you should look and see if they sell it elsewhere because it might be less. Yeah, You'll get the exact same theme, the exact same support, but you'll spend a little bit less money because it's not going through that reselling service. Right. And so you want to be someplace reputable. You want comments, right? If you go to Theme Forest and you look at a theme and you look at the demo, there'll be all these comments underneath about uh, how people feel about it, how they rated it, how they thought of the support for it. Go and read those, right? If you see a ton of people having a ton of problems, maybe stay away. Mm -hmm. If you see lots of people, but not everybody, raving about it, then you think that's a good thing. Because just like anywhere else, Fake reviews happen. So it's definitely buyer beware. If you're new, don't pay for a theme. There are a lot of really great free themes out there that you can do a lot with from a ton of very reputable people. And you can even start with no theme at all these days and um, just use a, a page builder to make everything that you want. So don't be afraid to dive in. Don't be afraid to screw things up. Don't do it on your live site if you have one. But mm -hmm. if you're just getting started, that's the time. Or if you are established and have a lot of content to move over, that's when you want to do a dev site and do all that stuff. And you can really find yourself with a really unique and interesting theme that suits you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I think we've covered the really important bits if you have questions about WordPress themes um, or, you know, designing your blog or anything connected to that, please do feel free to get in touch um, and let us know. We can always cover more of these related topics. In the meantime, 
good luck with your blog and um yeah hopefully we'll be back again very soon bye bye Thanks for listening to the Smut Lancer podcast. If you like what you just heard, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and check out the blog, past episodes, and other great information at thesmutlancer.com. You can follow the Smut Lancer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. It's at thesmutlancer in all three places. Or follow Eroticon on Twitter or Instagram at eroticonuk, all one word, eroticonuk. For more tips, tricks, and help from your fellow Smut Lancers, join us at patreon.com slash thesmutlancers. Thanks for listening, and let's do this again next week. Bye.